Welcome to Canada's Property Management Podcast, your number one resource for investing, managing, and maximizing the value of your real estate assets. And now, here's your hosts, Carla Brown and Adrian Schultz, Canada's rental property experts. In this episode, we're talking about accidents, and I realized just before, you didn't notice it in our other episode that my caller was up? Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah. So there's just one or two episodes where I look like a complete buffoon. If you want to see me looking like a complete buffoon, just watch the two episodes before this one. Carla did not warn me. I just thought you were trying to look cool with you know your colors. No, 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 no. Well, what yeah, I no, did notice is that we don't coordinate in colors, which we almost always do. Well, in traditional days, and, and I mean no offense to everyone, uh, people would have been quite pleased to see the lady wearing pink and the gentleman wearing, wearing blue. blue. Yeah. But again, not to offend anyone. Um, accidents. So okay, I got into this industry by accident. And I don't know, how did you get into it? I got into it because I saw the need. I, I come from the real estate world and we just, we were getting calls all the time for property managers. And I was like, we don't do property management. We don't do property management. And real estate companies, a lot of them don't do property management because trust conditions in, in regulated provinces are very different when you're handling trust for real estate transaction versus property management. The industries are very, very different. You can't run them the same. But I said to my partners at the time, I'm like, we really need to look at this. And they were like, no way, we're not doing it. And I'm like, well, if you're not doing it, I am. So here I am. Yeah. And, and I got into it because the the property management company that I had been using to manage my rentals wasn't doing with my investments what I wanted. The result wasn't what I wanted. Better yet, it wasn't what I needed. So I thought, gosh, I'm just going to have to manage these myself. And that led into me being in the in the real estate management business. I'm actually on a different side than Carla because whilst I manage my own investment properties, we don't manage other rental properties. I only manage condominium corporations, which is a much more administrative and accounting and legal side of the management industry, very different from rentals. But we do manage our own that we own. And I would never, you know, I, I think the only time if I were ever to give up our own properties that we own to be third party managed, I would want there to be a real property management office in Winnipeg. So, you know, hint, hint, Carla. Yeah. Well, listeners, listeners, we're looking for somebody to open up in the Winnipeg area. So I think we talked about that one before. Um, so I want to back up to what you just said. So you weren't achieving the results that you were wanting or hoped for. What do you mean by that? Um, so, you know, just to get an income statement or, or a cash flow statement is not management to me. Mm-hmm. To me, property management needs to be more at an asset management level. And in its most basic form, I mean, if we're seeing continuous roof repairs or continuous furnace repairs, well, golly, maybe the management company needs to suggest this roof has a life cycle and needs to be replaced at this point, And that way we can avoid these roof repair bills or the furnace. If the tenant is replacing the filter on a regular basis or the maintenance company, it doesn't, you know, either or, then we can enhance or, or make longer the life cycle of the furnace. So Naturally, you would think that that is day-to-day property management, but what I've learned is you actually need a skill set 
just above a regular property management company, one that is systematized and organized and, and workflowed, that it acts more like an asset manager versus a property manager. And for myself, the way to achieve that was to internalize the task. I'd much rather outsource it if I could. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's interesting because I, I'm all about like, how do we elevate this experience for our investors? And that's why we're launching different programs and, and we do the things that we do. And to me, it's, you know, communication is, it's, it sounds simple. It's not always simple. You got to make sure that, that you actually have a system in place for it. But I do find that most people get into this industry just as you did by accident. So either they're an investor who isn't satisfied, happy with the, with what they're getting for, property management, they haven't met a real property management office, I guess, or there might be a realtor who's maybe doing it from the side of their desk as a convenience for their client at the time. And I find that people don't understand the business model that is actually behind property management. And I mean, you and I get it because we've talked about it extensively and we've brought bits and pieces of it into the podcast. But I just find it really interesting that people kind of like just fall into this. But when you fall into something, you usually fall into a job instead of a business. And that's where I like to really turn it and make this is a business. And you and I have looked at our businesses. So you're on the condo management side, on the property management side. Same, same, but different, different, right? There's just different ways of, of doing it, but you're actually doing the same thing. You're managing something on behalf of somebody else like I am, but we don't work in these businesses day in. We don't operate in them. Not no. at all. As as you know, I have a full-time role with the Trailwood Pacific Group, specifically Centum, right? And, yeah. and I only can do that because we are extremely systematized and workflowed, and we have been for almost 14 years. Yeah, as do I. But I still am the broker of my office here, so I have some broker responsibilities, of course. So I'm, I'm involved, but I've, I'm not in the day-to-day. -day. The day-to-day -day of you know, handling different questions that are coming from tenants and owners. I don't get involved in that piece anymore. And that's the part where I think people don't realize how they can get to that. I, I won't say level because some people really like working in that in the business and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But if you want a business that you're not working in it, but you're overseeing it in this property management space, whether it be condo or per a uh, single family, it definitely can happen. You and I oh, work proof. We're living proof that you can be in the real estate management services business and work on the business, not in the business. We're both living proof, 100%. Yeah. So this yeah. is why I think it's a great business yeah. to bolt on to other businesses, right? Um, yeah, and, and I think it's uh, like, uh, for me, it's also, it's, it's been from the beginning, it's an opportunity business. And what I mean with that is you're much easier in touch with properties that come up for sale because you own some real estate, you're managing real estate for others. You just, you're in the know, right? And if you have a rental or an investment property owner that says, I'm ready to sell, well, some franchisees may opt to actually acquire some of those assets themselves. Like it's, you're in the opportunity business. And of course, then there's the spinoff businesses such as maintenance services. They're optional. And uh, some people think that's a conflict. I don't think it's a conflict at all. I actually think you're providing a better value to your investment property owners because you can fix it faster. You can buy supplies cheaper and, and you can do, a frankly, a better job, right? So I've just told you two examples of 
opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Opportunity to acquire more property, opportunity to be in auxiliary or enhancement businesses. I think the three that go really well together, if you've got the right managers and, and capital to do it, is the real estate brokerage business, the mortgage brokerage business, and the property management business, the trifecta. If you've got the scope and the ability to do that, that could be your long-term goal to build a synergy of enterprises that work with each other. It certainly is our goal here. The opportunities are endless. We've mapped that out several ways going up, down, sideways uh, that can that can happen from from that. So I do think that others in those different industries, when you're looking at what else could I be doing? Because I know you and I, we get to these points where, okay, what's next? Kind of bored now. What else can I do, right? Because our minds don't stop. And this is where you could be adding some of these different business lines in to really make a difference to what you already have. And then it's really just holding it all together, right? That consumer is super sticky when you have all of them together. Very much. Now that's real property management. Thanks for listening to Canada's Property Management Podcast. If you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a rating, which will help us reach more listeners. Until next time, connect with us on social media and online at realpm.ca. Today's episode is brought to you by Century 21 Canada, the gold standard in real estate. Explore listings, find an agent, and get advice at www.c21.ca.